Hey, everybody. Here at Keep Talking Podcast, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we have a health or fitness-related episode because I'm a personal trainer in my spare time, and I'm a total health and nutrition nerd, and I think it's very important for you to focus on your health and nutrition and fitness as well. Now, a lot of Keep Talking's audience is non-native English speaking, and the language in these episodes is often advanced English, but... I'll make sure that I speak clearly and concisely enough for all non-native speakers and, of course, native speakers to understand. All right. Enjoy the episode. <clears throat> well, all right. Here we are. What's up, everybody? Okay. <clears throat> Today's episode is a Wellness Wednesday episode, and I'm talking about the sun, Mr. Golden Sun, the beautiful sun that everybody's afraid of. <laughs> okay. And so I've spoken about the sun in different episodes. What inspired me to do this episode is because if you follow me, you know that I'm a person who tries to get outside a lot. Like I'm a little bit of, you know, kind of a hippie in certain ways. I'll take my shoes off, put my bare feet on the ground, get those grounding or earthing benefits, go outside and see the sunrise every morning. Like I, I try to be an outdoor guy in spite of the fact that I'm an indoor corporate worker with a desk job. I have a home office, which I allow a lot of sunlight into. But anyway... Like, I've become of the view at this point in my life that sunlight in general is good for us, and we live in a society that it, um, where, you know, it's, oh, protect yourself from this, the, you know, the sun, put on your sunscreen, wear your sunglasses, etc. And I kind of, I, I go against that. Um, I challenge that logic in a lot of ways. Now, I post stuff on my personal Instagram about this a lot, and I actually have a friend who, like, I tag her all the time. We go back and forth, like, debating this. Because she is a, um, well, she's, what's the word? Is it, I can't even pronounce the word. Like, basically a dermatologist, uh, a dermatology student. They have the, this fancy word for it that I forget what the word is. But um, anyway, and like in her profile, it says, is everyone wearing SPF? Like, is everyone wearing their sunscreen? And I'm like, no, I'm not. Because <laughs> I basically never, I mean, very rarely do I wear sunscreen. And believe me, I spend a lot of time outside. Um and I rarely wear sunscreen, but I wanted to do this episode. I know it would probably be better if I brought her on here, but it's hard for me to record a lot of podcasts with guests just because of my time constraints and scheduling. Anyway, it would be better if she was on here, but she's not. But anyway, I wanted to kind of take as objective of a look as possible about like the pros and cons of sun exposure. And so... Um, you know, keep in mind when I go through this, I'm a person who lives in Minnesota, which is a northern climate where we don't get that much sun. We definitely don't get a lot of what's called the UVB radiation from the sun, which is the stronger stuff that actually gives us vitamin D and then can, you know, has more of a chance of causing skin cancer if we're overexposed to it just because we live in such a northern latitude. And I was thinking about this because it's like, it's April 11th as I'm recording this. It'll probably get published a few weeks from now, but it's April 11th, 2023. And we've had just like a boom all of a sudden. It like switched from winter to summer, like immediately. Like last week, it was like zero degrees outside. This week, it's like 80. It's, it's awesome out there. So I was chilling out in the sun with my shirt off, as usual, earlier this morning. And uh, just started thinking about this. I'm like, let me dive into this topic a little bit more. Because obviously, I'm biased in my ways. Like basically, the point that I have, have made on this podcast before and in my personal life is that the benefits the pros of the sun outweigh the cons or the risks especially in the modern world especially in the, the modern western world in the united states you know where so many of us 
work indoors all day long. We have all this exposure to artificial lights, and we don't have a very, very natural lifestyle. We rarely see the sun. We're cooped inside all the time. I argue that the health benefits of the sun for most of us outweigh the possible risks of it. Now, I know everything, there's moderation involved and blah, 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 and, you know, too much of any good thing is, is bad, you know, apparently, right? Um, but anyway, so that's kind of been my main argument, and my lifestyle involves going outside almost as much as possible for the most part without sunscreen there are rare occasions during the year when i'll wear sunscreen like if i know i'm going to be out in like the mid-july heat for like four to six hours straight then i'll put on some sunscreen but in general i just don't do it and like the main reason is because well number one i don't trust a lot of the sunscreens there's a lot of them that have like a lot of bad chemicals and stuff and the best dermatologist will say well you know take the one that only has a zinc oxide or titanium oxide it doesn't have any damaging chemicals um, but even then, I'm a big advocate of getting enough vitamin D from the sun because I was chronically low in vitamin D up until about a year and a half ago, um, and low vitamin D can cause a lot of other health problems. It's just funny, like as I was preparing for this episode, I'm like, well, where am I going to, I don't even have like any order in which I'm going to talk about this stuff. And so I'm already just kind of jumping into it, but, um, all these random points that are kind of written down here. And see, the thing with, with vitamin D, vitamin D is very important. I had very low levels, as do many of us, sometimes without even realizing it, especially up here in the northern latitudes. And vitamin D is very important for our health. It's very important for our immune system. It's very important. Well, and see, the thing about it is, is vitamin D is even supposedly very useful in preventing a lot of cancers, right? Uh, essentially, vitamin D can apparently, you know, block block tumors. It helps out in, I mean, the scientific stuff behind it says like cell differentiation and cell, uh, cell death, which is apoptosis, essentially having more proper vitamin D levels uh, helps out with this. So you can even prevent a lot of cancers. I've heard this before. I've heard experts talk about this, how having good enough vitamin D levels helps to prevent a lot of cancers. Um, and, you know, in general, it's just good for the bones, good for the skin. So vitamin D is important. And a lot of us are very low in it, especially when we live in northern climates where we don't get a lot of sun throughout most of the year. And people will also make the argument that, you know, well, yeah, and vitamin D, even though you can get it via supplement form and via food, it's best when it's received through the sun, direct sun exposure to the skin. And um, like I said, probably in all of these points I'm going to talk about, there's a whole rabbit hole we could go into. But vitamin D from the skin is very important, from the sun is very important. And as I understand it, you really can't overdose on vitamin D from the sun. You could get too much if you took a bunch of, you know, <laughs> 10 vitamin D pills of 5,000 international units a day. Like, okay, yeah, that's that's too much, but apparently you can't overdose on it from the sun, and the sun is supposedly also the best source. So anyway, I have a lot of arguments that I can make suggesting that we should focus on getting vitamin D from the sun, and as I mentioned, where, where I'm from, and in a lot of parts of the world as well, the only way to get it is to get direct sunlight exposure to the skin in the warmer months of the year when the sun is more directly overhead and we get the UVB rays and it's and like in the middle of the day, you know, like 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. This is the time of the day when they're telling you as well, wear your sunscreen, don't go out at that time, block yourself at all costs. Okay. So anyway, you know, I wanted to look into it a little more. I'm going to talk uh, about, you know, the risks of skin cancer, melanoma, things like that, the risks of wrinkles, which is what my friend always <laughs> says I'm going to get wrinkly. Um, and I'm going to talk also about eyes, sunglasses, etc. cetera, uh, you know, because I don't really wear sunglasses anymore as well. And this is, this is the thing. I used to wear all this stuff. Whenever I would go outside, I would sunscreen, sunglasses, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, the reason, I don't know, the reason I still make the arguments that I make is because I've noticed I've gotten a lot healthier over the last couple of years. I'm someone who used to just get sick a lot in general, particularly in the winter months. Now I actually go outside every day of the year multiple times, regardless of the season, regardless of how cold or hot it is, and that's helped me to get sick less often. I also would notice that in the winter in the past, especially, I would just be like a like a sickly white pale color and just didn't look good at all. Like everything about me just looked sick in the past. And ever since I started kind of spending more time outside, I've noticed I just, I'm just a healthier person in general. Um, and now I use minimal sun green and I don't even own a pair of sunglasses at this point. Um, but okay, so I'll come back to the eye stuff. But you know, as to talk about like skin cancer and melanoma, because it's a very, it's a very real, real thing. Okay. It's a real thing, obviously. And yes, I will definitely agree that too much UVB exposure, too much sun exposure to the wrong type of skin at the wrong time with no protection causes melanoma and other types of skin cancer. I'm not going to deny that. Um, now, looking into melanoma, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a fairly common form of cancer. There are other more common forms. As I understand it, it's, it's a type of cancer that has a good survival rate. According to the statistics I was seeing, there's actually like a 90% five-year survival rate and an 85% 10-year survival rate. Don't quote me on that. But anyway, it's, it's not like the, the worst cancer that you can have. And I don't want to – I know this is going to sound stupid. <laughs> People are going to be like, Sean, wait, your argument is that it's not that bad of a cancer? You jackass. You're telling people, oh, it's not that bad of a cancer, so go ahead and go get it. All right, yeah, I, I know, I know. That's, that's not what I mean. But anyway, okay, so melanoma, cancer is a real thing. It's definitely real. Now, the interesting thing, see, this is where there's a, there's a lot of factors to try to figure out with this stuff when you look at statistics. And But anyway, I'm, I'm curious because the countries with the highest melanoma rates, for example, which is the most deadliest, I believe, the most deadliest form of skin cancer, the common one we hear about, the, the highest rates per population are in places like Australia, New Zealand, lots of Northern Europe. And then it's low in parts like, like if you look at Europe statistically, as, as I saw from my research, the rates of melanoma are highest in like the Northern European countries and are actually lower in like Greece, Italy, um, and Spain, where they're theoretically getting more sun, just based on the, the angle of the sun. You know, it's closer to the equator. And I believe they spend more time outside as well. I can't, I can't confirm that. Um, but the sun, it, it, you know, it's closer to the equator. Theoretically, you're getting more good sun exposure throughout the year. So when I look at that, I'm like, what is going on here? Like, why? And now, part of the thing is I'm sure that people with lighter skin, people with white, you know, very white skin in general, have a, a higher risk because they don't have as much melanin in the skin. Um, so this would make sense. And this is why, obviously, people from where I live who generally have very white skin do have to be more careful uh, just because yeah, it's easier to get melanoma or other forms of skin cancer when your skin is whiter. Now, for me, I don't worry about it that much. I have a little, little more of like an olive, more tanned skin tone uh, naturally than most people. Um, so, you know, than most people in Minnesota where I live, so I don't worry about it as much. That's part of it for me as well. But it's just, it's curious. It's, it's, it's curious because as I understand it, based on the statistics I see, people in the more northern climates around the world, or the ones that are further away from the equator, I should say, because Australia and New Zealand, pretty sure, I don't even know, but they're just as far south as we are north. Don't quote me on that either. But the point is, it's like the northern European countries, the whiter people are the ones with more of a risk. And I know I sound like a racist on here. Like the white people. We're, we're underprivileged white people when it comes to the sun. Um, 
but and you know, I guess maybe it's just evolutionarily because people with darker skin have been more exposed to the sun over the years, so they're naturally their bodies just they don't get damaged by it as much. But here's the thing. See, the other thing that I heard one of my friends talk about who's a real expert on this is that a big key to make sure that midday sun, wherever you live, that midday sun does not do too much damage to your skin is to get early morning sun, okay? So what he recommended that I do is go out and have as few of clothes on as possible, not totally naked, you know, don't be crazy, but, you know, take your shirt off, whatever, early in the morning when the sun is out and you're getting the not-so-strong rays from the sun. And essentially that that gets your body more prepared to receive the midday stronger sun rays. Does that make sense? It's almost the same way people with darker skin who have lived in more equatorial climates throughout the years are probably also better equipped to handle the stronger sun rays and therefore have seemingly lower cancer rates. I don't know. So that's one of the things that I've done. Like it, the way that I live my life at this point is I, like I said, I almost never put on sunscreen, almost never. And I really don't burn very much. Now, part of it is, yeah, I don't spend like, is maybe like, less than five times per year where I'm like legitimately outside with my shirt off either at like a beach or something for like five straight hours in the middle of the summer sun. It just doesn't happen that often. Like I go outside a lot, a lot, very frequently, but it's never for like that long a periods. It'll be like 20 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes around noon, 20 minutes later, popped out here or there. So, like, if I go out and I'm going to be out there just legitimately, like, all day under, like, the, bare, you know, the, the super hot summer sun, I would probably do it. I would probably put on sunscreen. Just because, as I understand it, you know, when our sun truly, truly burns, that's when we know that damage is occurring. Um, but anyway, uh, so, yeah, the way that I kind of live my life is I just go outside very frequently, a decent amount of times with my shirt off in the, you know, especially in the summer months. Um, sometimes early in the day, sometimes in the middle of the day, but I'm just like, you know what, my body, I think based on the way my body feels and the other things that I've learned about this is I think my body is pretty well adapted to the sun and I don't really need sunscreen that often. That's just my thought. And here's the thing. If some of you were like, well, how do you know, Sean? I do go to a dermatologist fairly regularly because my body does produce moles, not like that many. And I was told by my main doctor that I should see a dermatologist like every two years at least um, just to make sure none of the moles or, you know, have any cancerous appearance to them. And the last two times I've been there, they I check out and they say, you know, I, I look perfect. Like my skin looks great. They say all the moles look great. Your skin looks like it's very healthy, but you should still wear sunscreen. <laughs> like they tell me that at the end. I'm like, what What are you, What? I haven't been wearing sunscreen for like the last three or four years and you're telling me that I should wear it even though you, you're telling me my skin is perfect. Like what I'm doing is working perfect, you assholes. Are you just trying to sell me sunscreen? <laughs> I don't know. Um, like sometimes I wonder, as with many things in like the health field, is like, all right, how much of this is just somebody trying to make money off of selling sunscreen or sunglasses in this case? I, I don't know. Like I, I, I don't know. Um, but I still... Tengo mis dudas, as we say in Spanish. I have my doubts about this. Um, okay, so, and like I said, like the more I research this, I will admit that I, tr I tried to go into this from like an objective perspective. I really did. And, um, you know, to take some more of my friend's advice. But like when I research it, I'm just like, I'm not sold on why I should be wearing sunscreen very often. 
Um, you know, when she talks about, well, you're going to get wrinkles or blah, blah, blah. I'll, I'll be fair. Like, I don't worry that much about wrinkles compared to some people. You know, apparently wrinkles just happen because the UV rays create free radicals in the skin, which damages the elastin fibers and blah, blah, blah. Okay, like, and it can also happen more frequently to people who are more fair-skinned, more white-skinned, which, once again, I fall kind of in the middle. I'm a bit darker than the average white person, so to speak. Um, but I don't know. So I'm, I'm like... I'm still not totally sold that I should wear sunscreen hardly ever. <laughs> um, I tried to, like I said, I tried to do this objectively, and then I'm like halfway through, and I'm like, nah, didn't change my mind on any of it. Okay, well, let, let's talk about sunglasses. Okay, let's talk about sunglasses. Um, oh, and before I jump to that, just by the way, the other benefits just from getting out in the sun a lot, mood boost, you feel way better, mental health, quote-unquote, <laughs> quote-unquote, mental health boost, yeah, okay. Um, but the eyes, all right? Sunglasses. So why do I not wear sunglasses? Well, I don't wear sunglasses now just because I'm a big believer that we want to get natural light in our eyes as often as possible, okay? So our circadian rhythm, which is kind of like our biological clock, is based on these natural light and dark cycles. Now, we live in a world with a lot of artificial light nowadays. We're exposed way more to artificial indoor lights than we are to light from the sun. We know, that, so the sun's light, is set up in a way that it's more red light in the morning, more of the intense blue light in the middle of the day. Our bodies are programmed to be able to work biologically around this. We receive these signals from the sun. That's what tells our bodies to wake up in the morning, produce more cortisol, right? When you wake up, kind of that's that's kind of the how do I put this? It's like the the get your ass moving hormone, if you will. Then in the evening, we're producing more melatonin before we go to bed. This is what helps us get to sleep. All of our hormones are greatly affected by the light and dark cycles of the day. But in this modern world, we live in a world where we are not in line with that very often. No matter how you try to live, you could, you know, you could try to be as natural as possible. You could go outside frequently like I do. You can wear blue light blocking glasses before you go to bed like I do. But at the end of the day, we are exposed to a lot of artificial lights, oftentimes when it's dark outside, which throws off our circadian rhythms, okay? And when it throws off our circadian rhythms, it makes it harder to sleep properly. When it's harder to sleep properly, our other hormones and other health markers are messed up. All of a sudden, your hunger and satiety hormones are messed up. Insulin response, okay? Insulin is very important, not just for diabetics, but this is just the way your body metabolizes different sugars and different foods. The reason that I, the biggest reason I don't wear sunglasses anymore when I go outside is because I want to receive the light, the natural light signals that I should be receiving depending on where I am in the world and what time of year it is and what day it is telling me, okay, your body should be doing this process at this time. You should be awake at this time, preparing for sleep at this time. This is how we regulate our hormones. It's very important, okay? And so that's why I don't wear sunglasses hardly at all anymore. And I really just like, I've, I'm not concerned about the possible damages to my eyes. Now, I looked into this a little more because for me, it was always like, well, okay, you could get, I don't know, cataracts. I've seen cataract surgeries happen. They don't, it doesn't look like, I mean, it would suck. You have to go in there and get like an eye surgery. But like, if that's the worst thing that happens to me is to get a cataract surgery when I'm 60 years old, like whatever. Plus with the advances in technology, they're becoming like simpler and simpler. So, I mean, there's other things that can happen to your eyes. It's like macular degeneration. Apparently you can even get like cancers of the eyelids. I mean, you get cancer anywhere, I guess. But I was reading more about this, trying to figure out like, okay, is this like really a big deal actually? Do I need to be protecting my eyes from the UV light or from whatever else, you know, the sunlight might do to damage them? Because then there's people that'll say like, 
you know, never look at the sun because you'll go blind. Then there's the whole like solar eclipse thing, and that's an internet rabbit hole right there. Um, and the sun, the solar, if you look at the sun, at the solar eclipse, some kind of eclipse, I don't know, you go blind immediately. I don't know, maybe it's real. Maybe I'll be the one guy that, that goes blind from it, and then I can tell a story about that on another podcast as long as I have someone who can hand me the, the mic since I'm blind. I, I've, and I feel like I can make blind jokes. It's okay. I have a, a good friend who's blind, and, you know, He's a really cool guy, and he's actually taught me a lot about just how capable we are as human beings since he's blind. And he was on the podcast like almost two years ago. It's been a while. Look it up. Podcast with Muhammad, okay? Um, but anyway, I've learned a ton from him. So, I mean, if I go blind, I already got a great resource for somebody who can help me out. <laughs> um, but um, with – okay, so when I was researching this, you know, they talk about like eye damage to this from the sun, going blind, blah, blah, blah. Apparently, it's like – it's it's over exaggerated like yes it does exist but it's over exaggerated that's kind of what i learned in my research so you know the sunglasses thing i'm just i'm not really too concerned i mean there are other reasons people wear sunglasses i can't really remember all of them but none of them none of them convince me that i should be wearing sunglasses um so I don't know. I mean, you know, honestly, that, those were kind of like the main points that I wanted to make. Um, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I did a really bad job making counterpoints in this. I thought this was going to take more than twenty minutes. Honestly, it's only been twenty minutes, but but you know what? That's fine. Because um, yeah, I think I I, I kind of did my research. I went through and made the points that I want to make. Like I said, at this point, I'm not convinced that I should be regularly wearing. Um, you know, either sunscreen or sunglasses. I'm not opposed to it. You know, I would, I mean, I feel like with sunglasses, it would be like, I'd have to be doing some certain activity that like required it almost, you know, like, I don't know. I don't think it would be like to protect my eyes from the UV rays. I don't think that's why I would do it. You know what I mean? I don't know. And then like, like I said, with sunscreen only in rare occasions, would I, would I do it? Um, You know, my opinion could be changed at some point, but that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at right now. So, gosh, I just did a I did a terrible job in this episode representing my the opposing point of view that my friend would hold. She'll probably listen to be like listen to this and just be like, Sean, what the hell was that? <laughs> Thought you were gonna be objective and unbiased and do good research. You researched for like 45 minutes and then just made your same points that you always make. I guess that's the way it is. I'm not convinced. I'm just gonna keep going out there and being a um, a modern day caveman who doesn't believe in all these things like sunscreen and sunglasses. All right. Well, that's all I got for you today. Oh, and, um, medical disclaimer. I'm not a doctor. I can't give you health advice. That was supposed to be at the beginning, but if you're one of the few that made it through the whole episode, now you heard the disclaimer. (laughs) All right. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Let's all make health and fitness a part of our